When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, yo, what up? It's Doe, man. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Dinah Gang. I wanted that Bentley to move like I'm stunner. I wanted some spinners to put on a hummer. I wanted that shit so my haters could see me. I wanted... All right, so we got Doe Man off the porch with us today. Yup, yup, yup. What's cracking, my boy? Welcome back, bro. How family. You feeling, Dirty little bastard. That's family for real, for real. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, when you came here, we didn't have no furniture. We didn't have a porch. We didn't have nothing. Yeah, y'all fire, bro. I'm tripping. <laughs> For real tripping on everything. This shit's crazy. Congrats, too, though. That's some serious shit, bro. Y'all boys killing shit. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yep, appreciate yep. it, man. So what else you working on here in Atlanta during this trip? Man, shit, the first and foremost, we finishing up uh, the tape with me and Cypress. Uh, Cypress Moreno from L.A. Uh, shit, we just out here came to work. Like, we just figured it, like, you know, Atlanta is like the, you know, it's, a, it's another mecca for music. So we like, shit, let's slide out here. It ain't too far. It's like an hour flight. Music, music, music. Uh, I tapped in my boy Alex Faith. You know, I tapped in with y'all. Uh, I think I'm gonna shoot a video with uh, Cantrell. Okay. Cantrell, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we just knocked another one out. Uh, and Grip too. I'm gonna tap in with Grip. He out here. He eating shit up out here. We got one. We got a meme record too. Really? So that just did. out here, just trying to work, bro. Like all in all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I see you've been working out in LA too, yeah. man. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, I've been on this, in the gym. My boy Alex Faye just opened the gym out here. Crazy yeah. too. It's in um, Forest Park. You know what that's at? Yeah. Forest Park. Yeah. Just getting to it, bro. Okay. Yeah, man. So how would you describe it 2020? How'd 2020 go for Doe, man? Man, I feel like in the beginning of 2020, 
like shit we thought that shit was just finna go crazy we like yeah we finna go up we got all these shows and festivals lined up and then that shit hit and when they canceled south by but you know b my manager runs the shit and when he hit me he was like yo they canceled we're like yo this shit is crazy because you never think you know i've been going to south by since i was like 18 years old yeah and i was like yeah i was like this shit might be real so i mean it was cool all in all you know it was a triumph for everybody i really had to sit the fuck down and like face myself and you know figure shit out but I just feel like it was just a, a, a time to reload, you know what I mean, and, and get back and get better. Uh, it really didn't, it didn't break me, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it broke a lot. I seen a lot of people that it did break and people started questioning themselves like, nah. But 2020 was a rough, you know what I'm saying? It was a rough thing. But for everybody, for humans in general, this shit was oh, hard yeah. to live through. But, you know what I'm saying? Thank God we out of that bullshit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So how you feeling about the new year, 2021, man? I man. feel good. I'm like, we got four tapes ready to go. I'm working with... Um, Amir Abassi right now, the legend, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do like a joint, like a Dinah Blame the Label tape. Okay. And that shit was like, a, you know, like a dream come true in, in, a, in a sense, because bro hit me like, man, you know, he basically just gave me game on the, on the whole industry. Like, bro, you don't need no, you don't need no label. You don't need no deal right now. Like, we just got to work. He's like, and he was like, what you think about doing this, this tape? Or like, I'm like, what you mean what I think? Let's get it done. I'm ready. <laughs> so I just been working like all 2020. I probably recorded like over 400 songs. Like, oh, damn. oh yeah, I've been in the studio relentless. Shout out Baron in Houston. They, they, you know, they, they welcomed me. They gave me a home to come record and I've been in that bitch working. So 2021, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I believe that. You know what I'm saying? I really do believe that. It's your time, man. Yeah, it's for your sure. time, for sure. My boy. All right, so talk to us about life in Southeast Houston, man. What goes on down there? Man, Southeast, it's like a, it's like a crazy play. I mean, it, it's, you got so many different things, but it's just, you know, it's a lot of Mexican-Americans. You got, you got, it's Mexican and black mostly where, you know, where we from. You know, it's like predominantly Mexican, though. Uh, shit, it's just a place that, you know, we really, uh, we were really inspired by, like, screw culture and, uh, Everything in that era, you know, like everything from the 90s, you know, uh, the Lil Bings, there's a dude named Lil Bing from Southeast Houston, he went crazy. Like, so it's like, it's like you see Mexicans around the world, but there's no Mexicans like the ones from Southeast Houston that I feel in my heart, you know what I mean? Cause we don't, it's not like, we just see ourselves like everybody else. Like we don't, like we from H-Town, you know what I'm saying? Like when people always ask me like, what part of Mexico are you from? I'll be like, I'm from Texas. <laughs> so, you know, like, cause shit, that's where we from. But Southeast is, you know, it's it's a makeup, you know, a lot of a lot of Hispanics, you got blacks in there. Uh shit, everybody really is just influenced by Houston. All in all, you know, but Southside is like we we players on the South Side. That's you know, we always say like Southside's for real, like real players type shit and mm -hmm. everybody's just trying to ride clean, get money, you know. But uh Southeast definitely like, you know, I'm glad I grew up there. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get into boxing? My brother, well shit, my pops. My pops uh, was like in kickboxing for a long time, Taekwondo to kickboxing. My grandpa was like, uh, he went to the Korean War, but he got his black belt in Korea. And so, you know, it all just trickled down. I got my uncle Richard, my cousin Marky, he's a, my, he probably the coldest at the whole family. Uh, and I was like heavy in football. And my brother was like, man, we finna, I'm finna go to the boxing gym. He's like, but I wanna go by myself, like come with me. And I did not wanna go. But then I would go and then shit, my brother was really the one that got me in it. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't take it serious until after I had a football injury. I had broke my ankle hmm. and I was like, all right, this, I'm finna do this. And then I realized like everybody's getting big as shit in high school. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> uh, yeah, my brother, my, my dad and my brother for sure is how I really got into boxing. You know what okay. what I'm saying? And my grandpa, but for sure my brother though. Yeah. How good were you? 
I was good. Yeah. I was cut. I was good. I ain't gonna lie though. I, I mean, I knew some monsters. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what a lot of people don't be like saying. I knew some. My boy o Oshaki Foster. He got the WBC right now, a silver. But Cole, he's one. Him and Javante been going at it, calling each other out. Uh, shout out Miguel Flores, Eric man, Eric Mercy Mary. I knew some cold dudes, but I was good though. You know, I got real good towards the end before I had a major accident in 2013. Um, I was getting real good. You know, I went to the Olympic reloads. It was like the Olympic trials. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like my first time on a plane. But I was good though. You know, I, I could bang with them. I remember like I, I, I was I was up there. I was banging with everybody, but. You know, God got had different plans. Yeah. Yeah. What type of accident were you in? I was um I was it was going to the Golden Gloves. I think it was 2013, February 2013. My brother had a fight against a dude who went to the Nationals the year before. My brother was fighting at a heavier weight, like 152. Well, you know, amateurs we wear headgear. I had my mm -hmm. brother's headgear. Long story short, I'm late to the fights. My they they so like the the, the fights you know you might have a, a unopposed fight or like so the fights are getting canceled. My brother was a sixth fight turned into the second fight. That's so my, they blowing me up. Where the fuck you at with the headgear? Cause we always like the open open mask headgear. Uh, I get I'm riding with my brother's homie. We get there and I jump out the car because I'm like trying to rush to the fight. I run to the median. So when I run to the median. I look and I don't really see a car and I just start running and I'm running right into, it was a, a, on the east side off of Valdez Street in Houston. It's called Fighter Nation. Shout out Rudy Silva, he run the gym, he a beast. I'm running. I just look, see a, a truck, boom. So I got hit by a truck. It was a like- A truck? Yeah, yeah. What type of truck? Like It was like, a, I think it was a Toyota. I'm not sure what kind it was, but- Like a pickup truck though? Yeah, a pickup okay. truck. Yeah, I got hit by a pickup truck. It had to be like 35, 45 miles an hour, something like that, but you God, know, dang. yeah. And so that from there, I just like, I mean, it wasn't like it just like crippled me or nothing, but like, I can't say that, but I remember I was just real fucked up. Like my body wasn't the same. And I remember going back to boxing. I finally started going back. Shout out my coach, Aaron Navarro. He a beast. He be on all the title fights, cut man shit. He go hard. And I got in a street fight. And then I remember I broke, I had like busted this shit. My knuckles hanging out. And I was like, man, like I'm oh, done. Shit. Yeah. I was like, I'm done with like boxing. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, pick up on music. And that's yeah. how that shit started, you know? Still got hands today, though? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm a squabble for sure. Uh, yeah. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, but I mean, I still work out, though. I still go to the gym here and there, and I'll go work out and keep my shit sharp, but... Uh, yeah, not for sure. I, I think I was, a, I think I'm, I'm yeah, I, I'm going to get down for sure. <laughs> right. I'm going I'm to I'm uh, lose for I'll run, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, so how long have you been making music? Were you making music while you were boxing too? Or? Yeah, I think um, I really started <clears throat> like in like high school. You know, I, would always, I was always infatuated with hip hop. And um, we had got a setup. I think it was like my 13th birthday. Me and this dude named Tony Solomon, he from South Park. He was cold. And we just started rapping and recording. I would go to high school and I would sell CDs for like $5. You know, and I would sell out every week. And the shit was probably horrible, but that's when we started getting into it. But I think seriously, I started making music since like 2014. Like okay. that's like I got serious about it. And that shit flew by because I'm like, what is that, seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for sure, like seriously, 2014, I started okay. getting into it. Yeah. Who were some of your musical influences? Who did you grow up listening to? Shit like Slick Rick, 
uh, that was like the first song I ever like copied the lyrics to a Slick Rick children's story. Um, then I got in like elementary, it was like Paul Wall and all that shit. Like that shit was always, you know, Ace Town shit. That's when they had the big wave, like Paul Wall, Slim, Chameleon there. Um, but really big pun for sure. He was just stupid with it. Um, who else was hard that I really fucked with? Will Smith, honestly, too. People Will be Smith. like, bro, Will Smith was hard. Like, I mean, as far as just like, I think I just looked up, up to him as a person in a sense. You know, I was like, yo, this dude's fire. Um, but musically, though, Bone Thugs and Harmony, I really fucked with them. I thought their style was crazy. It's a lot of people I'm probably leaving out, but for sure, like Pun, Bone Thugs, Pac. You know, Pac was like everybody's favorite, but yeah. Pac is like, you know, that's one of my idols for sure. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like Nipsey Hussle. You really? know. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's that's top tier. I wish I would have met cuz like for real, for real. Yeah. I think anyone that's ever listened to your music know you can rap, rap. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like, man, you just got bars. Do yeah, you write sure. your music or is this all off the top? Nah, I do write some and then some as as a late, I ain't been pinning nothing. So I just been like getting in there and catching a vibe and shit going. But I be writing at times, like I just get waves. I remember I was here in Atlanta and I think it's crazy, like, um, Cause like I'm here with Cypress and like, cause like, oh yeah, we had Sunny Studio and shit. But I remember being here in like 2014 with my boy Mike C and shit, and it was just like, I remember being in a panel and they were like, it was a dude I think on the same panel as him. And he was just like, when a wave of inspiration hits you, stop whatever you're doing and go get to work, cause that's a gift from God. So sometimes shit hits me and I'm like, yo, I need to just start hearing something, and I'm like pinning shit. But yeah, the bar is like, I don't know, bro. I think that, that shit's just like, that's just my style, though. And I know that's not like, for me, I feel like it ain't the popular thing right now because mm -hmm. people is like, you know, it's, it's all different styles of hip-hop music. But I feel like we're going to push that shit through and let people know, like, talent still exists, you know, in hip-hop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm coming with the bars for sure, though. Yeah, man. Um, and Mexican rappers finally getting some respect in the yeah. rap game these days, man. Yeah. A few of them. Yeah. Why do you think Mexican rappers were overlooked for a while? Man, I had this conversation with uh, my, my close homegirl, Letty, from L.A., and she was just saying, because, I mean, we come from when you come from different places, you look at shit differently. So if you come from, like, I'm from Houston. Like, if you, if you in Houston, like, blacks and Mexicans, it's almost like, you know, we, we don't look at each other that much different. We, we see each other every day. It's not a different thing. You go to different cities, they look at each other very, it's still segregated in some cities. But I think that because to the masses, not to like, I can't just say for Houston, but to the masses, it was like, oh, they're trying to act this, like this, that, and the third, but it's like, you, in part of hip hop, you know, Latinos been there supporting it from the jump. You gotta look at the B-boys, you gotta look at the graffiti artists, you gotta look at um, the DJs, you know what I'm saying? Like, Latinos been there, so I feel like at some point, it's like, it's like they, people think that, we're, that people are acting. But, I mean, some people are, you know, a lot of, there's some rappers that, eh, not even Mexican, there's a lot of just rappers, period, out here acting, faking the funk, and they not who really, who, who they really say they are. Mm -hmm. But as far as, like, I know some real Mexicans, you know what I'm saying? I know some, and I know some fake ones, but I feel like people just think it's an act, but it's really not an act. It's like, I grew up like this, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't grow up thinking, like, I want to be, I didn't even see color. It's just like hip-hop, to me, hip-hop is colorless. Hip-hop is like, that's the way we are, you know what I'm saying? It's who, who we grew into. That's the way you live your life is hip-hop. Yeah. So I just think it's like to a point where people think like, but you they think it's being fraudulent, but it's really not, you know. But uh, I think that's the only reason why I was looked over. But you know, 
Latin Latinos are such a big supporters in hip hop. You go to a TDE show, you go to a Dreamville show, it's so many Latinos, period, selling oh, yeah. shit out, mm-hmm. buying all the merch. I talked to Slim Thug one time and he was like, if it wasn't for Latinos, like, bro, like, he's like, those are my fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, Latinos keep this shit booming. Like, he's talking about how SPM was like outselling everybody in like the, uh, what, the 2000s or whatever, ni- late 90s, early 2000s. Cause it's like, you know, we support the shit. But now it's just like, we got a champion, one of our own, I believe. You know what I'm saying? So I need, you know, I'm going to need that, you know. <laughs> Is there a lot of support amongst the Latino rappers? Yeah, I mean, I think as far as like Latinos and Latinos, everybody wants to be united, but I feel like we ain't even been around. I, I feel like long enough in the sense of with ourselves or so everybody's trying, once they get theirs, they're like, shit, I'm trying to get mine. I got my foot in. It's not like everybody's like, yo, tap in, tap in. But I think it's a lot of love amongst them because it's still the same respect that like, shit, we all had to fight through something to get wherever we at. You know what I mean? Like, and that's everywhere. But I think that the fight is only as hard as you make it. Cause you know, I tell everybody, I can go anywhere cause I'm just myself. If you stay yourself, you ain't gotta act. You ain't gotta fake like nothing you ain't like shit. So it's, you know, but it's, it's definitely love. I fuck with a lot of uh, Mexican artists from the H. Uh, even shit, LA, my boy MG, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I fuck with Brick in the H. Who else I fuck with? I, it's, it's a bunch of Mexican dudes I fuck with in the H. But, uh, you know, that's all I think. I feel like it's love, but I don't think it's like, ain't nobody just gonna stop what they doing and go help the other dude, you know what yeah. I mean? It's opportunists too, so, it's a, you know, there's a lot of opportunities in hip hop. Yeah, I feel you. For sure, you know? Yep. What's your thoughts on the rap game as a whole right now? The rap game as a whole? Man, I feel like the, I feel like the whole art of it got lost, honestly. I feel like the whole rap game, the art of it got lost. Um, it's a lot of talentless motherfuckers out here winning, but that just goes to show that like talent is such a small percentage of it now. And I feel like back then talent was such a major thing. Like you had to have some kind of thing to make somebody feel something. Now it's like, it's just like an energy that people want to hear the beat. People don't give a fuck about the artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like, I think that's the thing. People are more invested in the wave of shit than they are into the actual artist. You know, like people don't, you hear a song, you know, oh, this is a hot song, who is the dude? Ain't nobody chipping on the dude, they just want to lay like that song. I feel like, like what Nip did, I want to have that. Like I want them to be invested in me and my mind and how I think and how I move and what I do in the community, you know, but a rap game is out of control right now. It's the new rock and roll though, <laughs> you know? So it's like shit, it's the new rock and roll. So shit, it's like, it's gonna be every which way. It's coming in every way though. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, for sure. So what's the music scene like in Houston right now? Music scene actually hot. Like if you would ask me this years ago, I'd be like, this shit's dry and what do you Nah, it's actually fire, but um, you know, we got like every you know, we got stars now. Like I'm like Maxo, one of like the homies, like one of the first like big artists that ever like tapped in with me, like really just fucking with me. Shout out track sounds made that happen, the homie. But um shit, we got Maxo, May, you know, you got Travis, Don Tolliver, like it's going crazy. But I feel like um People just, everybody got, everybody's finding their own lane right now in Houston. But Houston's definitely, you know, it's, it's an influential city. To me, I believe in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Don't sound like nobody else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That leads me to my next question. Talk about the influence and yeah. impact Houston has had on the culture and yeah, on the sure. rap game, man. Yeah, for sure. Swank, yeah, swank, from swangers to, you know, everything. That's what it goes down to. Like, you go to Houston, I swear, like, you're going to see it's blacks and Mexicans everywhere with slabs. Like that shit is, that's really the culture. Like people are really on that shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like ain't nobody acting out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Southside, you gonna see more Mexicans with Southside fades on the cool. Every Mexican, I know so many Mexicans with Southside fades 
on some like they really hold that shit down like texas you know what i'm saying texas boys for real yeah now that you're sp- spending a lot of time in la what do you think of the music scene out there la that shit fire i love la i ain't gonna lie la's like i mean just uh, I, I think that everybody's working though they're so they hard working like 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 i tell you about site when i work with site i go in the studio this dude stay in the studio all day, all night. I'm tired. He's waking me up. Hey, come on, come do another work. You got to come. Like, you know what I mean? But you need that. Because in Houston, it's like, I go to the studio, do a song or two. And it's like, all right, I'm going to go take it to the crib or whatever. LA is just a hardworking city. And it's a hella talent. Like, it's crazy talent out there. And it, it's, but it's so big, everybody got their own scene. But I'm going to say one thing, though. I really be fucking with, like, the folks who was born in L.A. Them people who be coming from different places, I'll be not meshing with them well. You know what I'm saying? I'll be thinking they weird. But L.A. as a whole, I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I love that city, for sure. That's like a second home to me. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like performing at Rolling Loud in uh, 2019? That shit was loud. They gave me a trailer and shit. I was like, I know that. They gave me a trailer. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Trailer, they had like a rider. That's a, I mean, I think I had a rider like before. They gave me a rider. They gave me a trailer. I was like, this shit's crazy. They had to, um, you had to like drive from a, the parking garage to go to the <laughs> artist village and shit. I was like, oh, they fucked up. Like, bro, as soon as we got off the stage, we just turned up. I mean, but it was an honor, though. You know what I mean? To me, that's like a dream come true. Like, a lot of people don't get to even see that type of shit or think that shit's possible. Yeah. That shit was amazing, though. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. bigger stage than in the clubs and, you know. Yeah, bro, I was, I was grateful, though. You know, real grateful. Yeah. Rolling out, we, go, we going back, too, in Miami this year. Yeah, they got to open it up, man. We bring the ports, man. Bro, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to perform. Yeah. All right, um. Man, so what'd you think of this mulatto genius segment that you guys were involved that with? That shit's crazy, bro. Shout out Rob Markman. You know, he heavy in the game. Um, since since we met each other, it gives me all love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I Beehives told me, like, yo, I'm gonna put you, this Rob Markman dude, I'm gonna just tap you on in, la da da da. Like, he heavy, I'm gonna just send him your music, see what he says. He sent him a record, and he was like, yo, I'm fucking with bro, like, like what's up? Like, I'm tapped in, like, what? And I, then we ended up meeting, I think we met here in Atlanta, matter of fact. We met oh, at really? A3C, and uh, he was interviewing um, Lenny, uh, Lenny S. He okay. was interviewing him. And we just met, and from there it was love. So when they hit us with that opportunity, we was just like, you know, we was like, oh, like, for, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't get opportunities like that every day. So I was just hella grateful. Mulatto was cool as a motherfucker. Like, I, like she going up. Oh, like, yeah. you know, Psych was just talking about that shit. Like, I think she went from like 5 million followers to like 7 million in like a month. Like, from when we did that <laughs> shit, I'm like, it's crazy. She's a superstar, though, yeah. you know? And it's crazy. She's like 21. Yeah, she just turned 21. Yeah, that's just insane but i mean i wish her all the best but she was just we act like the, the it's crazy because like the little part that they showed we had like a whole we had like an hour 30 minute long conversation me and mulatto and it was like a real conversation like we we were all off topic rob markman was like yo we got to bring that shit back like to you know what i'm saying <laughs> let's talk about the computer so but uh yeah she was that shit was fire that yeah. shit was crazy that was definitely a great look yeah man. hell yeah that was a good look yeah. all right uh, what can you tell us about the america record that you put out recently Man, uh, that was uh, the America record was produced by the homie Tony Bad. He's one of the most talented cats seen. He can play the guitar. He goes crazy. And my homie uh, C. Parker, I had actually recorded it, and then we started working at Baron Studios. I was like, let's re-record it, get it out. I really didn't had an image for it, and then that was like one of the first videos I like directed myself as far as like, yo, I got the idea for it. I'm gonna write the treatment for it. 
Cause I was like, you know, you can't give nobody else your your uh, your vision. You know, you letting somebody control your vision. So I was like, this is what I see for it. So it's just like, I mean, the world now, probably not before, but they see how much of a piece of shit cause is like the, the who they elected as president. Um, and it's not even, you know, it's not, to me, it's not much about politics. It's just like what you stand for and what you represent and the, how the feeling I get. I can't even look, you know, you make me, I, like, you don't like us, I don't like you. And I know that it's not even about color, but it's about the people who stand with him. He don't give a fuck about nobody but himself. So I just wanted to like point that out, like where we live and what are the circumstances, just like the shit that happened to the Capitol. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Where's the, uh, where's the equality? Are all men created equal? Because if we are, then why are we not treated equal? And to me, it was just like, to give you know the Latinos for sure something to stand up and believe in. And yeah, I'm not saying I'm gonna run for president and shit, but somebody who watched the video might, you know, in 20 years, and somebody else might might spark the brain, like, yo, this country, some shit, it's a great country, but some shit about it is real fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That some shit is real, and a lot of people are misinformed. So I just think that, I just wanted to spotlight that shit and just like, fuck it. I know it was gonna get hate and whatever, that's it, but I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The outside validation never mattered anyway. Yeah. So we just did that for like, you know, own, like a uh, self-purpose. Definitely, man. Stand on what you believe on. Sure. Know? Got to. Yeah. Got to. All right. So we had to bring Cypress up here because we know you two got a, got a project Family, on yes. the work yep. uh, in along sure. the way, man. So um, why don't you guys just talk about how you guys met? <clears throat> B-Hobbs and Chris, huh? Yeah, for sure. South by Southwest, I think 2019. Yeah. Before that, Before though. that, though. Yeah. yeah but okay. I'm saying um, through our managers, my manager, Chris Munoz, B-Hobbs. Yep. Connected us, and um, my manager sent me like one of his freestyles. It's like, <laughs> this kick yeah, once you hear him freestyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, who the hell I is this? I forgot what freestyle was too, but nah, just right from the jump, he was like, you know, get a pack ready um, <laughs> before we even met. But he ended up coming down to LA like maybe like a month, month or two after that, and we locked in the first time, and just yeah, it was just you know genuine, like it was yep. good energy in the studio. Um, we just yeah. got straight to work. It's yeah. like 2019, so we've been working on this project for like I'm about yeah. a year. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And um, this is just really off of him really coming out to LA um, and wanting, you know, wanting to work. He told me he was coming up here to Atlanta, and it's like you, you know, he's been to LA like two, three times already. It was only right I met him over here sure. this time around, just so we could wrap up the project and finish it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be the end of it. Yeah. So yeah. did you guys plan to do the project as soon as you guys first met or was it like we cut one record like, all right, let's make another one. Then I the next I, thing you know, you it, got a bunch of them. I think after the first session, we was like, oh, yeah, we got we got yeah. we got to cook up some more. <laughs> like, yeah, after the like, first session, we made a uh, ball parlay that first session. The I second think? one, I think. I think we made Dangerous the first one. And then um, see, he had hopped on some stuff that I had originally just sent, like text it over. Hmm. Uh, Go D's and Go D's is and, hard. And Dangerous. And then when he came to LA, it's some some records that we cut the first time that we was in the studio. Okay. That is yeah. like And then we were like, well, we might as well. And I feel like just the, the love was so genuine. Like Sype said, it was, it's so real. We were like, all right, well shit. And I feel like we're bringing a different sound. We were really bringing Texas and California together. And yeah. shit, it was like shit, you we know? Just, we see the, where this can go too. Like I'm Central American, he Mexican. So like, this is more on some like, we bringing Latinos together. For sure. You know, especially, you know, Latinos and hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like you said, Cali to Texas, like Texas is just really big oh, yeah. um, in the hip hop culture. So is Atlanta. Like, yep. you see so, what I got on. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had to dip out on Cuz last night. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's definitely like uh, very LA to Houston, like, and then some. 
Yeah, I just sure. see this. Yeah, yeah. I just it's see gonna be this crazy. going Yeah. What type of vibes are on this project? It's a little bit of everything because, like, I try with him. He's just so uh, versatile. Everything like L.A. Um, some smooth stuff. Yeah, we got some shit. Some, some trap shit. Um, some hip hop shit. Um, soulful shit. For like, sure. it's a little bit of everything. Get your hands up, mosh pit. Yeah. Just listen to the bars. Um, something for the ladies. Uh, something for the club. Like, I, I'm a DJ first, so I'm I'm yeah. really trying to. Uh, and a, and a, and he be DJing festivals. And the first thing he told me, he was like, when we started recording, he was like, just pick, we got to picture ourselves like doing that shit off at festivals. Absolutely. How people going? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all spoke on Rolling Loud. Like we performed in front of like a cool like 17 people, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, straight up, yeah. But we, I was up there like, put your motherfucking yeah, hands up. up. You know, we in the stadium. <laughs> we we was at the the soccer stadium, LAFC stadium. We was jacked up uh, though. But no, nah, I could definitely see like, you know, his, his music, our music filling up stadiums. That's that's really yeah. what I see. Yeah. For sure, same. Yeah. Mutual, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So Cypress, are you very hands-on when you guys are recording? Kind of give them feedback? Yeah, I think kinda... he's the biggest critic in the month, dog. <laughs> this dude right here, bro. It depends. <laughs> it depends who I really log in with. Like, I'm very invested in this uh, this project. Okay. Like, I'm, I've engineered a lot of these sessions myself. And mm -hmm. Recorded, I said recorded. Like I, I really don't be mixing and mastering, but um, I recorded. And he cooked the beat up right there. He'll cook the beat up right there. I'm like you fuck with that, yeah, let's run it. And we just be in that bitch and and shit. Like, but 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 Sipe as far like Sipe gonna bring out the best in you. He gonna be like, hey, fool, redo that or hey, bring that part. When I'm talking about like I be in Houston, I do like two three takes. All right, cool, let's. He be like, nah, we gonna. Bro, I'm talking. About, I'm recording verses like twenty times. <laughs> Yeah. Like to get the best, he's like, now nah, we gotta push the best shit out. You know. But that shit push you though. Song you need structure that. too, like. Okay. There's times where I want him to spit for a whole sixteen. <laughs> Sometimes where I might take something. Oh, it's a bridge right here, you know. Oh, Every got, time, like, I have more. I'm like, that's a twelve right there. Now nah, put a sixteen, put a sixteen. But yeah, it's gonna be crazy though. I, I feel like, like it's, it's an album. Like it's an album. I don't even think it's a tape or like yeah. an EP. It's an album for sure. We put in a lot of time and effort into this one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Can you guys reveal the title? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, take a risk, get rich. Okay. Take a risk, get rich. Okay. Got a single up. picked out? Huh? A single? It's a couple of them that could go as singles. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely a couple of them that can go as singles. Um, but we got. I feel like we got a little bit of everything. We got yeah. you know some hip hop shit. Yeah, for sure. Like I said as far as singles go, I probably shit. like soul ties. Probably. Like I didn't even know that he can like kind of like make different melodies and harmonies with his voice. Like he kind of singing on some shit too. Like what they call that Texas swing. Like, yeah, it's like melodic <laughs> shit. Like, know. nah, we finna, yeah, it's finna be on some like, it's crazy because like when I first, I feel like when he first met me, it was just all like Rap. bars, yeah, bars. So then I was like, but me, I like making music. I like, you know, getting in there and I like shit that shit's jamming and then we'll do it. And then shit, this shit just start coming. Shit, we got one called Rover Truck that hoe crazy. Yeah. MG on it, my bro MG on that Shout bitch. Out MG, MG yeah. up here with us. Too. My brother, yeah, he came from LA too, South Central shit. Okay. He actually uh, introduced us. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I introduced them. Yeah. Oh. He introduced me to MG, but MG yeah, from I was LA like, already, so I thought he was from Texas. <laughs> oh shit. That's my bro for sure. Yeah. Release date. When do you guys think this will drop? I'm gonna ask him because I'll be like, "What's up?" I'll be like, "We think about dropping." And, he, and like, bro, he'll be like, "This time, nah, I probably I this wanna, time." I didn't even want to. I guess you got to put it out in the universe. Um, what's like 2021? I feel like, yeah, this is definitely the the year when it's finally going. You know, yeah. get it come out. Like we've been teasing it. Um, Everybody know about it. Records too. Yeah. Like uh, he took me on tour with Shoreline, <clears> and okay. we just he was like, "Yo," like he's like, he hit me. He's like, "Yo, we coming out here." Woo -woo -woo -woo. 
hey, get ready. And I would hit Mike, hey, come on, let's go. Boom, we, I think we met up in like San Antonio yeah. and just kept going, but we're doing all the, all the, all the, uh, all the records and they all yeah. hitting, but they ain't none of them out, you know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> it's gonna be crazy, bro. I really got a good, good feeling about that. Like that For shit so. gonna be stupid. So yeah, we'll say uh, fourth quarter, fourth quarter okay. time. Hopefully everything should be like lined up. Okay. Um, by then. Are you guys still adding songs? Like if you yeah, I mean, we, this is probably gonna be like the, the finishing this touches. Is it, like yeah. okay, we in Atlanta, <laughs> we in Atlanta, so we gonna get some different vibes for sure. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, 90 percent done. And then okay. If we cut some, you know, some good records that make it out here, then I'm sure we will. With some Atlanta features for sure. Yeah. Trying to get Malata, I'm gonna speak that to the universe. <laughs> come on, I'm trying to get her inside. I had a conversation <laughs> didn't ask her, like, come on, we gotta jump on one of these. What you talking about? <laughs> But um, nah, we we working out while we out here. We in the studio every day. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's yeah. what's up, man. All right, Doe, you got any other projects you're working on right now? No hesitation. Like I said, you got 400 songs, so oh yeah, gotta I got go no, somewhere, right? I got no hesitation coming out. I got um, Blame the Label and the Diner Tape coming out. We got the Diner album. Um, I think I'm gonna name that um, uh, the Great American Chicano or Brown Eyed Soul. I think I'm gonna name it that. And then the Cypress Tape. That's all 2021 shit. So it's all of them. We just got to cut down the records and see, you know, cut the fat off of it. But for sure, like four projects this year, hella, oh, sure. uh, hella videos. Yeah, I'm just trying to come with it. So while we out here, we just trying to get to work, tapping with everybody out here in LA. You know, we had to come see the family. Yeah. Uh, but shit, we just trying to yeah, get to work, Yeah, shout out to y'all for real. Yeah, shout out Dirty Glove Bastard, for real, for real. Super love. Every, ever since I met her, it's been just super love. I think we met like eating wings and shit, but it was, it was all love, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nah, I appreciate y'all too, you know, posting us that we're real grateful for that shit. You know, a lot of artists, they just be thinking that shit, just be coming with it. That shit, mm -hmm. for us, we, you know, grateful, for real. You know what I mean? Yeah, real shit. Yeah. And Thank shit. Up, yeah, we ready to go back up. Yeah. So y'all get ready, because we finna come with it. Yeah, we about to play you the tape too, so you know. Come yeah. on, man. Ready. All right, though, I just got to ask you, man, can you explain the artwork on No Hesitation? B sent me this and... Uh, Oh, you fuck with it though? Yeah. Uh, I ain't even seen it. Oh, you ain't seen it yet? Mm. This shit crazy. Man, it's really shout out to my, he's like my, my personal photographer. He come with me everywhere. Uh, we actually met just on some rap shit. Like he was rapping too. And we met at my partner's Ivy studio. He just picked up a camera one day. And he was like, yo, like if you got shows and shit, like tap in, I'll come shoot. And I'm like, well, come. We had, we had like Mala Luna out there in Texas or something like that, a festival. And um, so shooting, shooting, shooting. The same day that we shot the America video, he took off, he's like, yo, I'm gonna go do a photo shoot. And they did it, and he got that 5.0, and they know I had a 5.0 on Dayton's, like, that was my baby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, he had it, and that, so that's like one of my favorite cars, and Shorty was like, I guess this is the picture that was taken, and when he, he was just posting them, and I was like, yo, I want this to be the tape cover. Like, it ain't just, it looked fire, and then like, it's crazy, because I think like Mozzie's people hit him, and was like, yo, we wanna use this picture. Oh, we really? had already put it in, yeah, it was oh, crazy, shit. but it's fire though. I mean, it was really nothing. I just really fucked with the aesthetic of it, and I thought it was dope in the 5.0. And uh, I love, I fuck with his photography heavy, so I was like, I want to really incorporate him with all my music. So, and it's like no hesitation. It's just about like you can't, you can't like think about if you if you're in a fight or you in a if you playing football, you hesitate, you are gonna get smacked. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't think. You just gotta work. So, Keep your head on the swivel. For sure. Yeah. So this is all it, we we not stopping. No hesitation, and that's just like a lifelong logo, honestly. You know. It's just a bunch of old records. I got a bunch of people on there. My boy Hoodlum from San Antonio on that bitch. Uh, who else I got on that bitch? Marcus Clay. I got Young Deji. He be uh, fucking with uh, Wiz and them. Yeah. Got him on a screwed up remix. So yeah, it's gonna go crazy. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Any shout outs before we wrap it up, guys? Shit. Shout out. Uh, you know, DGB. Striker. Um, 
everybody out here in Atlanta has been showing love. Westside Web, Sunny Digital. Right. Um, everybody, we've been out here fucking sure. with uh, Tank 816. Yeah, yeah. Um, B Hobbs. B Hobbs, man. My, shout out B Hobbs. Shit, Mike C, Chris. Shout Dinah, out my boy Vic. Yeah. Catch 22, Dining Gang. <laughs> Mike C, shout out my boy Sko. Shout out Moms, you know what I'm saying? Pops, yeah. all that. Uh, everybody <laughs> out there. H Town, Atlanta, the LA shit. So, mom. <laughs> yeah, the family. Shit, we shouting out grannies too. Fuck yeah, it. Shit. Shout out my grandmas, both of my grandmas. <laughs> nah, for real though. Dino Records, Catch 22. 2021 shit finna go stupid. No breaks. Ace cool. of nothing too. Hey, cool. win. Mm hmm. Cool. That was good. for me. I wanted that Bentley to move like I'm stunner. I wanted some spinners to put on a hummer. I wanted that shit so my haters could see me. I wanted to shine like the chains with the big. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.